And welcome to episode two of the Triggered Podcast. I'm Susanna. I'm Ryan. And we are a satire of the comment section of social media. And boy, does it get crazy in there. And I think this week proves it as well. As well, doesn't it, Ryan? Yeah, I got a little bit triggered. You got me good. You got me good. You did. Now, each week, if you did listen to our first one, thank you for coming back. I think it's the real test if you do listen. So please let us know on um, Instagram if you did come back. But if you haven't and you're new, each week uh, Ryan and I are going to bring you the most random, weird and craziest comments and conversations that occur in the comment sections of social media posts. And we also at the end uh, have a triggering moment uh, with Ryan. And this week was especially triggering. I think it's <laughs> it was still uh, getting you <laughs> getting you quite riled. Um, and we asked the audience to join in and let us know if he was right to be triggered. And I think still triggered to this day um, or if he's overreacting or not. But we are a lighthearted satire. We are a little bit silly. Um, we don't get political or serious at all. So we hope that we can just bring you some joy each week. This week, our segments are Salsa Showdown, Ice Baby Candy, and Surgery Lost and Found. And we we do learn something this week as well. We learn a bit about languages, how people put their babies to sleep, and um, maybe sort of feeds into a bit more of my fear of not wanting to have to get surgery. Yeah. (laughs) So sit back, relax. Thank you again for joining us for episode two and enjoy. Okay, Ryan, the first one I found for this week is related to a trend that's going around on TikTok. Now, I, I saw this on Facebook as well, but it's a trend which is completely ridiculous, but it gets the views. It's all about the views. It's where this female is showing how she feeds a large amount of people. And basically, she has this huge countertop. And the, the important thing here, which triggers me actually is it's like a marble stone countertop okay and she is getting it's spaghetti and meatballs with parmesan okay. so she just gets it and just pours it on her countertop so she pours the sauce adds the meatballs like just directly onto the stone she gets the pasta the parmesan and apparently it's great for when your guests come over and they just scoop it up and pop it into their bowls or eat off the counter. I'm not sure. She never gets to that. Um, So that was the video. Okay. Now, my number one thing, and a lot of people in the comments did point this out, and if people out there have a stone bench top like myself, it's quite poor. So I'm just thinking the whole time, oh, my God, what are you doing? You are wrecking your countertop because the acid from that tomato sauce is going to wreck it. But that wasn't the big thing here which triggered some people in the comment section okay it was someone's word for sauce so anna anna says well she did agree with me is it not only the countertop thing it's the cold generic sauce so she wasn't even happy with this sauce i think it was prego (laughs) which i think is this huge tomato sauce that americans have the too much parmesan cheese now i personally believe there's not too much parmesan cheese but anyway never too much That it's not even Parmigiano-Reggano. All the Italians are going to hate me right now, but there is a difference. There is, I do agree with her. There is the cheap Parmesan that tastes like feet, and then there's that 
Parmigiano <laughs> oregano, which is amazing. I, I had it today on my meatballs. It's amazing. Oh. But it's the overcooked pasta and the lack of respect for Italian food in general. And she's done the Italian oh flag. God, okay. So there's a number of things on there. So it's not just the countertop, which everyone was saying, which I, I agree that that did trigger me a lot, but it was the fact that they didn't use the proper cheese, the proper sauce, the overcooked pasta. How dare you? You're insulting the Italian cooking. Oh, God, yeah. Now, the one thing to note in this where I said it was where she said it's the cold generic sauce. Now, this is edited because before that, she must have said cold generic salsa. And this uh. is where we start episode two going on the first triggered conversation. Down the rabbit hole. <laughs> And let's just remind everyone quickly before we get in down the rabbit hole, this is about just an American woman pouring tomato sauce and meatballs on a countertop with sauce to say, everyone grab a fork and people come over, eat it up. Okay. I I like the idea. The idea like of just having it all on a tabletop sounds really easy, right? You don't have to do dishes. and. Oh, sure. You just just scoop it up in your bin, the leftovers, wipe it up, you're done. I understand. Yeah. But no, not according to Anna, you are disrespecting the Italian food Uh in general. Now, Mando just, (laughs) Mando's, which was the first comment to Anna, was just tagging uh, the Facebook group Italians Mad at Food, the group. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Lots of people liked that. So there's a group for uh, mad Italians. Whereas Marissa comments and I, it's more the commentary that irked me more than the spaghetti and the ridiculous amount of cheese you're still dirty in pots and need plates so this is pointless so she's she doesn't agree with you right she thinks it's still yeah. pointless because you've got to put it which i get <laughs> but okay. this is where it gets crazy shane coleman not a very italian name but anyway shane comes in and goes anna funny a critic of a terrible recipe but you call sauce salsa I cry. <laughs> right, right. Right. Now, I'm not an Italian expert. I did work in an Italian restaurant for like 12 years. They never called it salsa, but we were also selling it in Australia to Australians. <laughs> anyway. Right. But Anna, Anna replies to Shane saying, Shane, I will change it to sauce so you can understand in brackets, or would you prefer passata or sugo, dot, dot, dot. I don't know what the prego actually is. And then she did a little nerdy emoji. And then she posted a picture of um, some, you know, to, like sauce for pasta, which is called salsa pronte. So I think that's helping her do it. But I like how she's also said, I'll just change it to sauce so you understand. Right. <laughs> and then Shane replies, Anna, okay, whatever you say, but I can do that too. And then he links. I Google where he does what is salsa and it comes up with what you'd think like Mexican, what you'd have with your nachos. Yeah, yeah, a salsa dip. So there's, so there's a bit of a photo debate going on now of pointing out whether it's salsa or sauce. Okay. Yes. And then Anna replies back to him, Shane, and then like the face palm emoji. <laughs> I can see that since you're an Italian, you must know more. <laughs> I've literally got my head in my hand as we're listening to this. I've got the face palm <laughs> happening in real time. Okay. Yeah. So then Ooh. Shane replies to Anna, Anna, no, but as a fellow foodie, I know salsa isn't tomato sauce for pasta, no matter what name you try to give it. Wait, so I- he's admitted he's not an Italian, but as a foodie, he knows that's right. I'm a foodie, but I still don't know every name for certain foods with every single country out oh, there. God no. But I've just googled it, 
as as a I like food, but I wouldn't <laughs> call myself a foodie. I I googled yeah. translated sauce to Italian, which comes up as salsa. So I'm not yes, sure who to believe. Thanks. Well, some uh, other people do that too. Oh, okay. So don't get it. Yeah, don't get too ahead of us, Ryan. <laughs> so Anna then replies. Shane, maybe not in your country, in brackets, which is not where the meal is originated, but that's okay. This is boring me. Good luck. Okay. So she's just like, I can't even bother, like, fighting with you. It's not in your country. Even though Shane actually, to his defense, never said where he was from. But I think Anna's just like, there's no hope with you. You're clearly not an Italian. See you later. This is boring. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Shane's not letting Anna get away too quickly. Shane responds, Anna, it's like me calling chutney curry or bean dip couscous. Bean dip couscous? What? Couscous. Isn't couscous closer to rice? It is. Both are disgusting for me. I can't. Couscous is the one thing I cannot eat. And I will eat anything. I've eaten dog in China. I've eaten everything. I didn't know I was eating dog. Disclaimer there. I did not know I was eating dog. But I, I will eat anything but couscous. I okay. hate it. Well, I mean, I've only eaten couscous a few times in my life and it isn't very good. And I'm sure there's people out there right now thinking, but you haven't We're tried not. it without this this delicious exactly. dish. But I, don't. I get it. Yeah. I'm one of those. I'm so, like, no, you need to try it like this. But anyway, yes. So someone's someone's gone wherever you're from. Like, I'm, what was her name? The the previous poster, the female. Anna. Anna's Anna. the original one. Yes. So Anna's just but tried to leave yeah. the conversation by throwing some shade, <laughs> throwing an insult, and then backing out. And someone's called her back, which is fantastic. Well, Shane, Shane's, Shane's not giving up. So Shane replies back to her, Anna, I do watch cooking shows and never heard an Italian called pasta sauce salsa, but I do make an effort to learn something new daily. I won't save this one, though. My Mexican friends will disown me. <laughs> what? <laughs> so oh I like, co- like watching cooking shows and never hearing an Italian on a cooking show means that it's not true. Oh my gosh, what is going on? Oh, okay. Now remember, yeah, remember Anna was leaving because it was boring. Well, she's back. She's, she's back. not letting Shane get the last word. Okay. She, Shane, what this sauce seemed to me is called salsa di pomodoro in Italia. She's going to Italia now, not Italy. She's making her sound more authentic. The fact that Mexicans use the word for their salsa doesn't mean it isn't used anywhere else. In South America, salsa is used primarily for Italian sauces, for example. Okay, okay. Makes sense. She makes sense. Good, good argument. Good, good and rebuttal. I, and I do know from my working at my pizza shop for twelve years that Pomodoro is like a like a red tomato sauce. So yep. I've googled it. Just telling the truth. Yeah, I've googled <laughs> it. I'm on top of it. Yep. Now it's you know so far it's been between Anna and Shane. Yep. Well, Amanda's she's listened to all this and Amanda's now she's coming in. Okay. She's she's now she's like no nah, have to intervene even though these two were trying to leave she's yeah. she's just got to add her two bits. Yep. Amanda goes, Shane, here's the same article but further down. As a romance language, I believe it's the same or similar in Italian, which is she's got a little snippet of the word salsa means any kind of sauce in Spanish and English. It refers to specifically to these Mexican table sauces, especially to chunky and chili tomato. Right. So basically she's pretty But I like how she says but further down. And as a romance language, I believe it's the same or similar similar in Italian. <sighs> that means kind of confuses me but okay uh, yep okay it's, it's getting me triggered it's getting me good <laughs> so 
Amanda's had it. She's had to step in. Then Leslie now pops in. Right. I think once, you know, one other one person jumps in, everyone else feels a bit more confident to jump into this debate. Mm. Leslie goes, Shane, the Italian word for sauce is salsa. Sometimes it's even referred to as gravy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I read that. adding another one in. I oh, read okay. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was more of like an American thing. So it's here's a, my... Italian-American connote gravy to mean a sauce with meat yeah. in it. There you go. And Joel, Joel's added to that. Shane, everyone's just getting up on Shane now. <laughs> Shane. <laughs> Joel goes, Shane, hey, genius. What do you think sauce is called in Italian? <laughs> well, I think that's what the whole debate is, Joel. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who thinks sauce is called sauce? But anyway, yeah, it's good though because he hasn't actually said what he thinks. So he says it's definitely not salsa, but I think he must mean it just as sauce, right? But that, that's actually a good. I'll, I'll give him that. So Shane replies to Joel. Joel, sauce or gravy is what I've always heard. Doesn't matter. Google it. When it says Italian, I'll call it Italian. When it clearly defines as Mexican or Mexican American, I'll go with that. Derp. <laughs> okay. Is he derping himself there? Is he is he just like my mistake? I, I, thought, derp, I thought derp is like more of like a der. Derogative, like, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, um, I like that. It, it, when it says Italian, I'll call it Italian. But um yeah. The, the issue with language, right, is that when you start a conversation in one language and there's other people in the in the language in the conversation that speak other languages. It can very quickly get confused, right? Because English, especially English, they, they take words from every language. We're a horrible language to learn. We're very lucky that we speak it natively. We are, and I've got a bit of a fact for you. All right, hit Hungarian me. is the one language that is the most unique and not like any others. Oh, that's nice. Because my I mother like speaks that. Hungarian. Hungarian. And it's really hard to learn. I'm horrible with my accent. I know, like, obviously with every kid's, like, the swear words and the naughty <laughs> words. I know, like, Egan is or Egan is yes, because my, I had a cousin called Megan, so I was like, why do you keep on talking about Megan? They're like, no, we'll say the Egan, which is yes. <laughs> anyway, back so to the same. So, yeah, Hungarian's the one. But, yeah, you're right. Like, Italian, especially Italian and Spanish, and there is a lot of mix. Mm. The European languages that, um, are they, they cross over a lot, especially which English. Which makes sense. Yeah, they border it does. each other. But yeah. Like when you, when you do that, you start mixing. Like one person reads one word, like well, salsa, as sauce, and, and it just goes out of control. Like we're seeing, it's a disaster. I'm guessing. I'm guessing with Shane is Mexico and Italy is far away, so that logic doesn't work for him. He yeah. doesn't think there was ever colonization or people getting on boats. Yep. And and I'm guessing if he was in America or England, and there's you know cooking shows, they would refer it to what it's called in the English language yeah, they as would. sauce. Um. So, yes, he's not having it. But Joel replies back to Shane saying, Shane, wow, your ignorance is showing. Oh, my God. You actually think in Italy they use the word gravy? Seriously? Italy, not the Jersey Shore. Salsa is a generic word in multiple languages that literally means sauce. Not that hard to understand. It's called culture. Google that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, we agreed with you. It's more, Yeah, but... um. Jeez, they're, they're Shane, so Shane, aggressive. They're so aggressive. Well, we haven't ended here, Ryan. Oh, Shane replies back, Joel, you are the plethora of information, aren't you? Butthurt and acting clown because I read a definition. Sorry, Mr. Man, don't care. Salsa is Mexican, is my house and most of the South US. I guess you can order pasta and salsa next time you're out. Have fun. Oh, my gosh. 
Okay. So I think Shane's really the butt hurt one, not Joel. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a petty that was a petty response, wasn't it? That's- um, but and then, the, the first person that started this, Anna, was it? Yes, but she was just saying that it wasn't the fact that the <laughs> everyone's saying that the sauce was wrecking the countertop because you can't put a city. Oh yeah, I forgot about the countertop. The countertop. Oh and my she, god! And she's, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> she was literally saying it's not just the countertop; it's the fact that she used prego sauce, too much parmesan, and she was disrespecting the Italian culture. Well, then Shane's had another idea and thought, well, no, you're disrespecting salsa by calling it salsa. Right. She changed it. She didn't even want any of this. She goes, at, right at the start, she goes, Shane, I'll change it to sauce, which she did. But this is still caused. And there's plenty more comments on here. But that's all it's come down to. So it ended. Now, I'll go through because it goes enough because it keeps on going. There's an Elisa that comes in and says, salsa, sugo, both mean sauce, whatever. Joel's ended it saying, Shane, I'm going to blow your mind. You know there is also salsa verde in Italy. Caught exactly that. Cool, right, see you later, bye. <laughs> That's the end. Oh, my gosh. Man, people so just what? whip out the uh, the trump cards whenever they can, don't they? There's no, like, like, there's a tiny bit of logic, but both arguments were correct in this situation from my understanding. Someone used salsa, mis- right, which is the Italian yes. for sauce, and someone yep. used sauce, which is the English for sauce, and they're both arguing about a fucking null and point, uh, null and void point. Apparently, like- only the Mexicans use salsa, but yes. <laughs> so, if you are in the south part of America, right, not even the yes. s- southern like uh, countries, if you're in the south part of America and you order salsa and pasta, you're gonna be looked <laughs> at funny, right? It, for him to say that, if he lives in that area of the world, it makes total sense. To, it is- oh, I'm, I'm triggered. You've got me. You've got. <laughs> <laughs> And that is Salsa Showdown. The next one is about, I feel bad. This is about Americans again. We had American toilets last week. Now we have American tourists. So there was an article this week saying that American tourists are loud and they're embarrassed by themselves. Now, I'm going to throw us as Aussies in the mix. We're also loud tourists, I'm sure. We're loud for obnoxious, especially if we go to Bali or Indonesia. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing was on how loud American tourists are compared to everyone else. Okay. Now, Beth. Beth comments to this. Now, I'm believing Beth might be American. She goes... Again, this is just purely a thing about obnoxious things Americans do while traveling. And she goes, when I was an exchange student in Finland, we called the McDonald's the American Embassy. You always knew who the, <laughs> you always knew who the Americans were because they were so loud. I'm American. Oh, there you go. She is. But I never noticed it before. They would stand far apart and yell to each other. Finnish people were so quiet, close talkers. Lol. Okay. <laughs> I like how she says they stand far apart and yell at each other, whereas the Finnish were close, quiet talkers. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Robert replies back to Beth saying, how's COVID working with that? I'm guessing meaning by the Finnish people talking so quietly to each other and close. Uh Beth responds, you'd think that that would uh, be a benefit to the Americans not getting it as easily, but Finland supposedly remains among the country's least affected. They are pretty stoic and they aren't known for small talk, so apparently they will mask and stay away from each other. Yep, okay, that's cool. 
So I like how this has got into a COVID debate, but um, basically I like how they're not known for small talk, small talks. They just bought masks on, hid in their houses and didn't want to talk to each other. <laughs> yep. Sounds good. That's what I got. She um, then went on and said, um, if I had money, I'd move to Finland tomorrow. I loved it so much. Once in the winter, in brackets, coldest winter in a hundred years, my friend and I went to the local candy shop. There were a couple of unattended baby strollers outside. Made sense because they the store was too little for a stroller. But as I got closer, I saw that there were babies in the strollers. I was enraged. I said to my friend, anyone could take those babies. She said, why would someone take the babies? I was flabbergasted. I never felt safer anywhere than when I was in Finland. I used to leave bars drunk at 2am and walk home through alleys and back streets in California. I didn't feel safe walking home from my store to my car at night. Thanks, Paige, for the story. But <laughs> okay. She's just continued on. But I love the fact that she goes, <laughs> anyone could take those babies. And her friend's like, who would want to take babies? <laughs> That's a reasonable point. That's a lot of responsibility. Like, yeah, there were a couple of unattended baby strollers outside with babies in them. So you could just I could just imagine them all lined up in puffer jackets in, like, winter. Yeah, little <laughs> beanies on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Diane commented back to Beth saying, so the win- the coldest winter in a hundred years, they left babies outside their strollers <laughs> to buy candy. Makes sense. No matter how safe the country is, walking home drunk at two a.m. is a risk. No country is crime free. Right. I agree. She's like maybe to buy medicine, but to buy candy, you just leave your baby outside. <sighs> Bit concerning. Yeah. Amber joins in and says, "Diana, that happens a lot in European countries, and they are outfitted appropriately." Hush your judgment. <laughs> No, I do not. <laughs> so I think yeah. leaving your babies outside is like a common thing. Hush your judgment. But I, <laughs> hush your judgment. But I, I do like how, um, yeah, but I do, like when you go to Europe, they they do winter very well. And I think in Japan when I went, because I went in winter, that everything's more well, like heated, the footpaths yeah. are, you know, they do it better than, you know, in Australia. But we mm. only have to deal with like 14 degrees. Yep, that's true. And then Beth responds back. This is Finland loving Beth. Goes, the babies are bundled very well. Dressed for the weather. They let their babies nap out in winter. It's a common occurrence. And the babies weren't left outside the store for long. At most, 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) 10 minutes outside (laughs) in possibly minus anything degrees is too cold for a baby. (laughs) Oh, my God. But they were bundled very well. Yes. Okay. I, I yeah, so Finland. And then she's continued. So this is another one where she's the people that seem to like, they, they, they haven't had enough with the one comment. They've got to keep on going. Diana, these babies, um, oh, no, sorry. And, of course, there's crime in every country, but just a hell lot less compared to the U.S. The year I was there, the biggest news story was a drunk driving accident where the passengers were killed. It was in the news for months. The Finns were shocked by it because there are buses and trains and they are great and frequent and run on time. No need to drink drive. It's dealt with severely there. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I they were because, like, why did you take the bus? But <laughs> I think that's a bit odd for us in Australia because we do have bad public transport. So. Yeah. Okay. 
I've just Googled okay. I've just Googled the lowest temperature in Finland because I was curious yeah. about how cold the coldest winter was. But just just do you have a date <laughs> on this comment? Like, is there what? Well, no, this? she does. So it ends up being in the eighties. So, like, I should say it's okay. the best on move there, but I'm ba- blaming it on the eighties. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's so, fair because the lowest temperature in the capital, Helsinki, was in eighty-seven. So I was I was concerned if it was like a two thousand. So post. she's telling the truth. Yeah. Okay. But the lowest possible temperature in any weather station in Finland was in twenty ten, which was. Yeah, yeah, that was negative fifty-one degrees. Oh, <laughs> crap, that's cold. <laughs> Babies just hanging out a candy store, just like freezing. <laughs> Negative <unhappy>. fifty degrees. <laughs> Holy moly! But as she said, that the most was ten minutes. Like I think that's a lot because babies freeze. I mean, I'm guessing. Adults freeze as well. <laughs> it doesn't matter how old you are if you're in negative fifty degrees. <laughs> that's horrible. She, and she said there is common occurrence that they let their babies nap out in winter. Like as she goes, they let them like they've got free will to choose. Yeah, they don't have nap. a choice, do they? God, poor babies. Now mm. Elsa comes in and goes, "A fin here. Leaving babies outside to sleep is very common. They are dressed and covered very well, though. Even at home, some put their babies to sleep on the balcony. I think it's because the fresh air makes them sleep better. Never seen anyone leave their babies outside of a store, though. That might be an old habit. Okay, okay, that's cool. I get it if it's if it's in a controlled condition, like you're at home or something. That makes more sense to uh, leave a, a baby because I like a good bit of fresh air when I'm snug, right? That, Me too. That's comfortable. Yeah. But um, so, uh, yeah, outside uh, of a store is kind of strange. <laughs> yes, but I, I'm stuck on that as well. I live in an apartment and it, it's well insulated and I always have my window open. I'm a fan. On, I love the cool. So I get that. But I don't think I would put my baby on my balcony to nap. <laughs> Unless you're out on the balcony already, right? And you're just getting some fresh air. Because it's really or if I'm heading into the candy store and I and you need you need to leave your baby somewhere, so why not on the balcony? (laughs) Can't fit inside. I'll leave you out in minus fifty degrees. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh, I like it. Now everyone doesn't make Finland sound wonderful. Everyone's agreeing Finland's the best. Well, Mikol is not having it. Oh, Miko's like, hang on, let's burst the Finland bubble here. Beth, stop sugarcoating Finland. I know we're a safe co- I know we're a safe country to live in, but drunk driving is a serious problem. Oh. Kids killed every week this spring already, crashing their cars and killing themselves and all their passengers. There are loads of people with serious issues with drugs and alcohol that lead to, into death by overdose, violent killings, and just plain health issues. That said, it's a pretty nice place to live in. Yeah, uh, all, all that aside, it's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I love how he goes, like, people are crashing their cars, killing themselves and their passengers, loads of people with serious issues. I think Miko's a little angry. Now, Benji, so that's been going on. They were comparing. Miko stops, but Benji sort of joined in randomly at the end and goes, as an introvert who hates noise, I'm always known most Americans are too damn loud. I quietly (laughs) wish quite often that I could afford to move to a quieter country like Finland. Oh, nice. Okay. So he's just um, entered that. And then one other person's just dropped on this post saying, please, Americans, stop being so loud. You can talk to each other at a normal level. Also stop randomly saying hello to strangers. For some reason, this is accepted in the USA, but for the rest of the world, we hate it. Really? Now, <laughs> okay. Yes. 
So she's just added into that, whereas everyone just goes, um, I don't know about you, but in every country, like everyone will say, I'm from New Zealand, I'm from Australia, we all say hello to people. Yeah. But Ash isn't having it. Ash just doesn't want anyone to speak to her. No, she's just a bit antisocial, I think. <gasps> oh, God. But that, that's what I call ice baby candy. Leaving your babies. <laughs> ice baby candy. candy. That's a good name. <laughs> ice baby candy. There you go. Sleeping. That sounds great. Have a baby popsicle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Next one, Ryan, is called Surgery Lost and Found. Oh, no. Now, this is a bit of an argument, which gets a bit petty, but that's what makes it so good. Okay. So, this was an article saying um, some red flags that have come up when people have started a job and sort of asking people what were their red flags that they had when they started a job that said, oh, maybe we should get out. Right. Um, So, Evan's come in to share his story. Evan goes, I worked in a hospital in the surgery room and once I was looking for a specific tool that the doctor asked me and I couldn't find it anywhere. Turns out my colleagues had hidden it from me for I didn't know the reason and then my supervisor yelled at me for not being good enough. Imagine the patient was open on the table and some people made fun and tricks because I was the new guy. Also, I had three months unpaid so I left quickly as I could from that shithole. Okay. So his best saying someone's opened up, they hid some tools from him, person was opened up on the table, that was horrible, but then I think it was probably more the three months unpaid leave that was why he left. Yeah, that, that sold it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then he's commented to his own comment. He's the first comment to his comment saying, I should have found the patient later on and told them everything that happened while they were unconscious so you re- can report and sue them, but I was too upset to think about that at the time. Right. <laughs> Now, Colton. Colton comes in and goes, Evan, were unconscious because he said he just used the wrong spelling. There's a way. <laughs> of course, yeah. Spelling. Right. Also, I'm not believing for a second that a surgeon would hide necessary medical equipment during surgery. They'd be caught and fired. Now, Uche joins in and goes, Colton, he specifically said colleagues, not surgeon, okay? Oof. Jeez, they're going, off. they're going off fast on this one, aren't they? He is. Colton goes, Uche, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. He specifically said in the surgery room and the patient was open on the table. Come on, man. Reading isn't that hard. You do <laughs> realise a person could be a colleague and a surgeon simultaneously, right? Right. A lot of assumptions here. But anyway. Right. That's what's gone on. Now Evan's come in to defend himself. Colton, never said surgeon as they don't even get to deal with these stuff. I'm a nurse, so my other colleagues, as I said, did that. And if you believe it or not, you'd be surprised at the other stories I heard from them as well. Candice goes, Colton, I've seen shit like this in procedure rooms during my surgeries. They don't do it on purpose, but someone will move shit where it shouldn't be and then the main surgeon and head nurse can't find it. I get that's even like my workplace. Someone will move the fucking letterhead somewhere and I can't find it. I get annoyed. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely, I mean, you hear horror stories of of surgeries where someone's got something inside them still. But. Oh, don't. I'm petrified of going under. Like, I've needed to get my wisdom teeth done for ages. Like, I'll get a headache once a month, but I won't go under. I'm not doing it. I'm going to wait till, like, they pop out or shove my teeth. (laughs) Something wrong. Yeah, you hear these stories. But anyway. Mm. Kennedy's, um, and then Colton's replied, Kennedy, then your situation is nothing like the one being described. You're describing an accident. Uh, Op is saying it happened 
Yeah. On purpose. So not sure what you hope to accomplish with that comment. <laughs> Cole's just an asshole. Yeah, no, he is. He is an asshole. That's correct. <laughs> My gosh. But they keep on going and Kennedy's responded saying, Colton, I'm saying it's not that big a leap for someone to be doing it from doing it on purpose. These there are assholes everywhere and in every job, and they probably would just try to fuck others over. Mm. That's like an edit. There's always someone trying to fuck someone over. Yeah, hundred percent. And Colton goes, Kennedy, from a room full of people who would want to catch and fire you instantly. Yeah, sure, buddy. So I guess what Colton's saying, he goes, there's so much going on. There's someone that would stop something. They wouldn't do it. But at the same time, like, it could happen. But he's not having it. It's And then Evan just comes back in <laughs> after, you know, taking some leave. Yeah, he going, some leave. <laughs> Colton, you need some help. Check yourself, please. Yeah, fair call. <laughs> And then Evan goes, also, I find you really shallow for trying to correct me for my grammar. English is not my first language, not even my second. Oh, so I think oh, Evan's a bit... God, worse. here we go, dropping the bloody language card again. He's done another comment. Evan's... I'm <laughs> actually Evan's a surgeon it. and I speak more than two languages, so, yeah, you know. <laughs> Lastly, I don't like your tone at all. You are rude for no reason at all and you are invalidating my experiences and my story. If you don't believe me, I don't give a rat's ass. Get the fuck away from my comment and leave your shell in a narrow-minded life. I like it. was like, just nice. get out of my comment threads. He's yeah. just kicking him out now. I never knew you could do that. <laughs> He's taking charge. <laughs> He's taking charge. Good on him. Well... Colton's not leaving. He oh. goes, Evan, correcting grammar is not shallow. Maybe don't use words you don't understand. Oh, Colton's my God. Colton. <laughs> Colton's got no legs to stand on. This is this is his only argument at this point. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then it just ends with Colton saying to Evan, you need a therapist, with Evan replying, sure, Jan. <laughs> sure, Jan. Okay. Then he goes, then he ends it, you seem awful intent on convincing me to believe you for some reason who said they don't, when you don't give a rat's ass, that's one of the biggest tells of a liar. So same because he's like continued on like commenting after he said, I don't care that he's a liar and his whole story about what happened in surgery that one time yeah. is all a lie. <laughs> Evan comes back saying, Colton, why are you still here? <laughs> Ah, yes. That's all you need to say now. Why are you still here? And then he goes, Evan, why are you still, why do you still reply? Oh, please tell me this goes on forever of just them. It, it does, forth. but Kennedy's come back to help save Evan. And he's gone. It's honestly not that hard to get caught. So he's just gone. Like after them just having a fight, like get out of my comments. Why are you still here? You need a therapist. You need help. Yeah. Kennedy's just gone back to the original one about a few, like 10 comments ago saying, Colton, it's honestly not that hard to get caught. 98% of the attention is on the patient on the table, not on the people around it. But sure, there's totally someone just sitting there staring at everyone with nothing to do. Surgery rooms are chaos. As the patient, I notice more shit than most of the staff when they're prepping you, you, yeah, you don't notice what's going on. What, what oh, is this like, talking about? No, well, if you have C's... Well, hang on. It gets in. So Kennedy goes... Oh, my God, there's more. Okay. Kennedy goes... Because he goes, well, Ruffle, okay, sure, buddy. Go try it, then let me know how it goes. And Kennedy goes, I've been ruled out of surgery with equipment still in my blanket. Bank, I can't speak. Blanket. So technically I have. And he goes, Colton, I have had three open heart surgeries, over 100 biopsies, 10 of which I've been fully awake, and another 100 um, procedures due to other medical issues. I'm pretty sure I would know how easy it is or isn't to do something like this. Okay. 
So now this is the one where people list languages they know, what TV shows they watch. He's just lists like a shitload of surgeries that he's had. Oh my God. And then Evan comes in and goes, Kennedy, honestly, talking to him is a waste of time. Sorry you had to go through that. You're a really strong person. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> And then Colton comes back. So they're all having a nice moment. Oh, my God. He goes, Kennedy, anyone could lie. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That sounds like the like the last episode of a season of a TV show that you're watching. But anyone yeah. could and lie. And they, that's exactly. a cliffhanger. Exactly. And then Co- Kennedy goes, Colton, you want to see my multiple scars across my entire body? Get over yourself. <laughs> Now, Evan's come in and said, Kennedy, damn, I can't imagine what you've been through. I applaud you for your courage. And then done a separate comment straight after that saying, Colton, shut up, Colton. Go <laughs> go and live your miserable life. Oh, my gosh. I don't like Colton. And then it's ended with Evan saying, he blocked me. <laughs> so, Good. Colton's just, like, blocked everyone. So, yeah, that that's all come after red flags of your workplace. God, you really don't want to hear about red flags at hospitals, do you? No, but I'm sure there would be a lot. There's probably a lot, yeah. <laughs> so, my triggering point this week is, uh, it's a very short story, but I remember when I first moved to Japan, or actually, sorry, I take that back. When I first came to Japan, <laughs> I came here to study and um, it was at like a small Japanese school where all the foreigners would go to learn Japanese. And it didn't matter what level your Japanese was. You, you could come in as long as you, you know, paid the fee. You could learn Japanese here. So, I met... <laughs> this This links in nicely with the first topic of Americans being very loud tourists, right? I met an American... I don't remember his name. We'll call him Andy so I can... You know, give him a name. And this guy, this American Andy, he was uh, he was saying stuff about how he was so much better than everyone because he's American, I guess. But the one thing that really stood out was people were talking about going up Mount Fuji and they were like, you know, we walk up Mount Fuji in the morning and it's all good and great. And uh, he was talking about his experience, which wasn't with anyone else at the school. He did it uh, however long ago before he met anyone. And he went up the, he went up the mountain by himself, whoever he went with. And he, he, uh, he boasted that because America's elevation is so high that he's yeah. used to having less oxygen in the air, <laughs> so climbing Mount Fuji was not a challenge at all. And I just looked at him. I didn't even respond at that point. I was like, I literally speechless, and then just like went back to doing whatever I was doing. I was like, this is this is insane. This is the epitome of of someone just taking something and blowing it out of proportion. And that made me super triggered at this, at this guy fucking going on about how I don't even know where he was from in America, but I assume it wasn't on top of a fucking mountain where his oxygen levels were, you know, less than ground or sea level. But even so... Even if he was from a, a mountain village in America, he was living in Tokyo, which is not a mountain. It's a very flat near sea level city. And he wouldn't have been able to like keep that adjustment to lower oxygen unless he's some kind of superhero, in which case, fine, whatever. That, that triggered me a lot, actually. That made me I very angry. Triggering you now. I still think you're not over it. I'm not over it. How dare Andrew? Buddy, talk so, about he could walk up the mountain no problem because he's used to. Oh, get well, fucked. Do, well, do we know? Do, <laughs> oh, sorry, it gets me. It gets me we, angry. Do we 
know if he actually did it. I don't care. The fact that he said was that he as, as if oh, he was just like, oh, it's just, what are you talking about, you absolute Wait, wobbly? Wait, can, can you did he climb all the way or just a part of it? I don't even care. I don't even know if he went. I just, I just <laughs> ignored everything from his mouth from that point on. He's just like, I did it easy. It wasn't because even a purely challenge. because of the country I'm from. Yeah, that was that was pretty much it. That yeah, because America's that, sort of that such that a high elevation and the oxygen levels are we we can survive on lower oxygen levels. What are you talking about? Uh, that makes okay. Maybe I get triggered still. Maybe I do. Maybe. How long ago was this? Years, <laughs> like six told. years or seven years ago. It's horrible. <laughs> Horrible situation. No, there, there is. There are those type of people that claim. I think it's because they've got superpowers, or because of something. Everything's easy, and maybe it's just the fact that, like, he was saying how easy it was, and he could do it. No, pro- like maybe it's because for some people it's a lot of effort. Like for me, I'm trying to get abs at the moment, and it's bloody hard. I've been quite sick um, the past week, so you probably sound a bit nasally for everyone. But and I. Even just like a week, I've already lost like what I was going on. And it's really hard. I know I'm going to have to work really hard to try and get back on track. Yep. So someone comes in and they get abs straight away. I'm a little pissed off. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, I eat like I eat French fries and chips all the time with my, you know, chalk top and popcorn or whatever. Yep. And I get pissed off. So you're probably thinking, hey, it's going to take me a while to get up this, you know, mountain but this guy just thinks he can do it just because of where he's from like you know some yeah. people are just naturally skinny and they piss me off like, i know it's horrible and you know good luck to them but <laughs> someone like me that has to work for it it triggers me so i think that's the situation i think you would find it difficult no it's just no logic i think that was also a trigger oh, no what are you talking about you you absolute spud you know oh my gosh <laughs> I love it. I love how it's still annoying you to this day. To this, I will tell people that story and get exactly as angry as I am right now every time. Well, if ever, people, please let us know if you've had a similar experience or if you think Ryan is still right to be triggered to this day. And I agree. He just sounds obnoxious and it's untrue. And, um, yeah, please let us know via Instagram or um, through our email at triggeredpodcastmail at gmail.com. But yes. that, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, I agree with you, Ryan. I would, uh, that, would, that would upset me. <laughs> it gets me. It gets me to the core, you know. And there you go. That was episode two. I um, hope you enjoyed it just as much, or if not more than episode one. Um, and again, you found it a bit funny. I feel like this time around it was a lot... Um, a lot more of a, I guess, fighting in the comment section um, and a bit more bickering this time around. Yeah. As always, people use their trump cards just whenever they feel like they're losing the argument. They need to slap down, I speak this many languages. Uh, I've been to this many countries. It's so, it's just classic, classic triggering this social time, media. Like, I've had... Yeah. <laughs> I've had this many surgeries. I've done this. And <laughs> yeah. for you, it was just <laughs> yeah. for you, it was just simply uh, a guy climbing a mountain, claiming where he lived, gave him extra superpowers. Oh, my so. gosh. It still gets me now. It still gets me now. Now, if you have come with us all the way to the end, thank you so much. Um, and as I'm going to mention every week, because we are such a little podcast, I know anything you can do to get the word out, please do. Please subscribe on Spotify. Give us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Anything you can do. More importantly, um, follow us on Instagram at the Triggered 
underscore podcast and then share like just even when you're out having a coffee with friends just mention us it would be great you can also give us your ideas link us in funny comment um section um threads um by emailing us at triggeredpodcastmail at gmail.com and as always you can get more of ryan it's not just here at the triggered podcast ryan where can they get more of you uh thank you they can find me on YouTube, on twitch.tv, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm under the alias of Nayor Nihon. That's N-A-Y-O-R-N-I-H-O-N. That's just my, uh, I guess, pseudonym for the gaming slash content creation that I do on the side as well. So we hope you join us for even a third week. Um, Hopefully you do. We will be uh, releasing every Monday so you can get your weekly dose of us and hopefully we can make your commute to and from work that little bit easier. But thank you again for joining us. Again, please shout us out um, and give us as many likes and follows as possible. But thank you very much and I hope you all have a great week. Yes, thank you so much for coming back. I appreciate it and goodbye. Thank you.